Hey, thank you to AFL Max. Uh, party to the Max at AFL Max. Visit aflmax.com.au to book your party today for your kids. It is an awesome place to party. And there's big targets up on the mm. wall of Erin Phillips. And yeah. there's also a big measure your height against this wonderful woman. She's the Crows captain, Chelsea Randall. Welcome along, Chelsea. Yeah. Good morning. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, congratulations. Yes. Big win. Yeah, it was uh, a great win by our girls, wasn't it, Erin? Massive. Massive win. On the back so of a, not a great result the week no, before. No, yeah. but importantly, yeah. what I love to see is uh, on a Monday, I always check the paper to see who from our team has made the paper. Oh, yeah. and? You know, Bokey, Lynchy, so forth, Erin. Uh, Chelsea, there's an awesome picture of you on page 55. It's already been oh. put up on our wall here. We've oh, cut it yes. out. There it is. Have a look yep. at you doing your little handball oh, stuff. You look, look fantastic. I got a touch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Not many of them yesterday. <laughs> no. Very good. The picture oh, of Erin, too, on um, page 62. Just look, two girls trying to attack her. And Aaron just bursting through with power. No. Oh, right. What a, a brute. That. That's probably one my neck saw this oh. morning. <laughs> have a look at you, you big beast. Hey? Yeah. And I mean that in the nice possible photo? way. Where's your photo? Didn't make it today? No, I didn't make it. That's disappointing. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I haven't done anything in 20 years. It's snowball. Don't worry. There's a master's competition, isn't there? Right, oh, enough. yeah. Enough from you, young lad. <laughs> <laughs> no need to get cheeky. Um, now, Chelsea, obviously, with the footy going well, but also over the past month, mm. um, your other life as a teacher. Yes. You've spent a month in a school as a prac teacher in the primary school. Yes. Yeah, so um, for those that don't know, I've been studying my teaching degree for nine years now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be thorough. I like it. very thorough. Why? So I was in WA and then um, we came across to SA, so yes. transferred all my units and lost a few along the way and yep. trying to juggle footy and all that jazz. So yeah, it's taken me some time mm-hmm. and I reckon I've still got a couple more years to in order to finish. Right. But I spent four weeks weeks just doing my my second teaching prac um mm. it was so much fun i had 23 year ones they were absolutely yep. gorgeous mm. but yeah funny story my mm. first <laughs> lesson mm. didn't go so well oh no right mm. so <laughs> yeah i basically had mm. my science lesson yes with my 23 year one sitting in front of me yep. and you know i've got everyone watching the deputy principal even steps in i've got the supervisor there and yep. anyway one young girl is calling out throwing the hand up and she's gone miss rachel miss rachel miss rachel <laughs> and i've gone um i'm sorry i don't choose people who call out and it's miss randall <laughs> and so <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, this is where this is going. Anyway, yeah. I've just kind of ignored her for a bit because that was quite rude. So I've yeah. continued on with my explicit teaching, told, gave the instructions, sent everyone back for about a good 15, 20 minutes, sent yeah. everyone back to their desks. And this student came up to me and said, Miss Randall, I've wet my undies. Oh. I was trying to tell you. <laughs> And I just oh. felt like the worst teacher. Oh. <laughs> oh. My oh, no. first lesson. Oh, no. And scarred a poor girl for oh. life. Oh, no. I tell you what, guess who's not her favourite teacher, Miss <laughs> Rachel. I'm not happy with her. So the next day, it was about three minutes until the no. final siren, mm-hmm. until the end of the day. Yeah. And she's like, um, I really need to go to the toilet. And I say, you go, girl. Yeah. You go. <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> you don't need to put up your hand oh. ever again. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, I think she's it, okay. She'd recovered over the following sort of she weeks. Was, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, we're tight, we're good, we're yeah. good. Yeah, but we had a great, great four weeks. They're pretty sad to see you go, though, weren't they? They were beautiful. Like they, they some of them, they all had tears, oh, and they all sweet. gave me some hugs, and they wrote me lots of little notes, and yeah. wished me all the best. And I just had the most amazing time, and it was really good for me because I thought, you know. Sometimes after nine years, every time you do a uni semester, I'm like, oh, I don't think I want to be a teacher. I just want to yeah. throw the towel in. And having those year ones and, yeah, just meeting them and, and teaching was just a massive reward and I just know that that's what I want to be. So. Oh, that oh, is great. beautiful. That yeah. is lovely. Um, hey, now, Chels, uh, we, we should find this out, actually. So nine years, you're going to take another couple, so 11 years to complete your degree. Mm. Yeah. We've got to find out if there's someone in Adelaide that's taken more than 11 years to finish a degree. Surely. Reckon? I don't know if it would be. How long did it take you to get your teaching degree? Four years. I plagiarised oh, that quickly, I all the other kids and copy. I got oh. through. Uh, um, Chelsea, Rachel, great to have you here. We look forward to seeing you every week. Good luck on the weekend too. Uh, AFL Max, thank you very much. Action-packed parties for all ages. They take care of the lot. Visit aflmax.com.au. I've got to go to the toilet. Can I go now? Is that right? Uh, mm, can you wait after us for recess? Thank you. <laughs> uh, my very own Captain Chelsea Randall just joined us before Soda and she mentioned... That she's a uh, teacher. Yep. She's uh, studying. Mm-hmm. She's what in her ninth year of teaching. Yeah, ninth year <laughs> of her degree. And uh, first day on prac, a uh, young kid, she put up her hand and called out, and Chelsea said, "No, no, put your hand down. Wait, wait." Mm. End up wetting herself because she needed to go to the toilet. Not a great start to your no, prac teaching. Chelsea crew. wouldn't let her. Um, <laughs> do you know? Got me thinking straight away mm. to uh, to being at school and teaching and how tough it can be. Um, I taught in England for a year at a place called. Cardinal Hinsley Catholic Boys High School. Okay. Right. And when I got the job there, I went along to do the interview. And I'm, I'm looking at my little book when you mm. get off the tube station to try and work out where it is. Mm. And I'm standing out the front going, this is the address. But I'm looking at it going, there's no way known there's anyone in this school. It's derelict. There's spray paint all over it and okay. whatever. I thought, this is just abandoned. And then I could see someone inside and I thought, oh, my God, no, it's not. I went in and I sat down at the front of the principal's office yep. and a little kid come up to me and he goes, what are you doing here, sir? I said, i am um, got an interview for a teaching job. And he goes, save your time and just leave. It's a waste of time here. What? Anyway, like it was, it was pretty tough. They wow. had a year 12 pass rate of 18%. Gee. Right, really troubled school in uh, a really troubled area in London. Mm. Anyway, my first day, I did get the job mm. only because I turned up. I'm, I'm sure I'm the only one applied for it. <laughs> um, and I was sitting in class. And I had a year 10 form group, you know, that you're like their class form teacher. Yep. Anyway, I went to take the role and one of the kids said, hey, sir, get stuffed. And they all climbed out the windows and left the class. <laughs> all, all what? within about two minutes. And serious? I was just there on my own sitting on the desk going, right, how do we do this? <laughs> they climbed out the windows, all of them, and just left. Are you serious? That was it. Yep. That was your first day? Yep. Gone. Mate, your first impression wasn't good. No, it was terrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrific. And he actually swore at me, but when he swore, he put sir on the end. I thought, well, there's some sort of respect on there. Wow. It was the toughest job I've ever had in my life. And the kids were, um, look, they were really, you know, low socioeconomic. A lot of them have been in trouble with the police and with the courts there. Um, But you know what? They were, I was there for a year. They were lovely kids. And they'd just been dealt a really, really tough hand in life. So and all they got, wanted was some care and a bit of attention. So you got them to stay in class and yeah. as the days went by? Yeah. One, after that day, you know, yeah. I worked out, well, there's no point worrying about the curriculum. I'm just going to talk to these kids, yep. you know, put them in a circle. And mm-hmm. we just all used to chat and 
talk like that, and I never had another kid climb out a window. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a bit like, you know, if it was old, old days, like uh, mm. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. you know, gang, when she's a teacher, yep. or for, you know, parents, more mature people, to yep. serve with love. Yeah. Sydney Poitier was the um, the teacher. Yep. This was like to serve with love, but mm. there was no love. Oh, no love. At any point. <laughs> But, no, no wonder you got the job there. Oh, God, it was hard. Do you know, after a week, I was head of PE. Really? Yeah, because someone else left, and then they had no one left, and I was a PE teacher, and they went, well, you're head of PE now. I went, wow. <laughs> I haven't even looked in the curriculum book yet. It was quite wow. amazing. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, very scary. Um, but, you know, it was uh, a wonderful experience. I've got to say, we are very, very, mm. very lucky. And I went to a really, really rough high school uh, in Victoria where I was growing up. Did you? And I've got to say that that school was like a $30,000 a year college compared to the place really? in London. Oh, God. Yeah. But it set you up to teach, obviously, over there. Uh, no, it destroyed me. Never mm. taught again. Oh, okay. Yeah, came back here, never, <laughs> ever taught again. I'm not cut up for it. No. I'm not a teacher. What, patience? Uh, look, I, I can't raise three of my own kids. I mean, imagine giving me responsibility as someone else's kids. It's ludicrous. I'd love to know, though, 8300 1023, what happened in your classroom? Mm. There'll be some ripper stories. They jump out the window. <laughs> what do they do? There would definitely something happens in science when you have to dissect rats. Always eight three hundred one zero two three. Give us a buzz. We're reminiscing about the school days. Um, and I was just talking about when I was teaching in a school in London, and mm. the kids just first day just jumped out the window. Were not even interested in being a part of it. Then you just told me what happened when you were in school. Well, in primary school, because I, I had a really short haircut and yep. often mistaken for a boy. So whenever a substitute teacher would come in and do yep. the roll call, I'd go, "Oh no, here we go!" And they'd get through to my name, Erin, and I'd put up my hand, and she'd go, "Oh, oh they spelled your name wrong. It should be double A." You know, R O N. I was like, no, it's it's Aaron with an E. She thought I was a boy, and because the kids would go, she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks like a boy. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time. Every time. You yell it like, out. Oh gosh, here we go. She's a girl, but she looks like a boy. <laughs> she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what happened in the classroom? Eight three hundred one zero two three. We're gonna do a bit of reminiscing here. Vern from Balaclava. What happened, mate? Morning, guys. How Hello. are you? Oh, Vern. How you going? Back in year seven, a yep. while ago, mm. I was I walked in the classroom one morning and I saw some wires sticking out of a, like a, a wall, a hole mm. in the wall where mm. a wall socket used to be. And I thought that's not safe. I'll do the right thing and I'll push them back into the wall so they're Good not going to hurt anyone. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know they were live. They touched. <laughs> threw me across the room and I landed on a chair and broke it just as the teacher walked in the door. Oh. He thought I was being stupid, gave me detention for three days. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh mate, that is fantastic. Oh, Thank you for your call, mate. That is, yeah. a, that is a good story. That is good. Who's this kid causing trouble? I know. Um, 8300-1023, give us a buzz. What happened in the classroom? She's a girl, but she looks like a boy. She's a girl. The days of the old school yard. Oh, I love reminiscing, Erin. Yeah. Uh, this is fantastic. <laughs> A300-1023. What happened in the classroom? Mm. And this is off the back of uh, Chelsea Randall joined us earlier, and she's doing a practice teaching the other week, and a young girl kept putting her hand up saying, oh, look, Teacher, teacher, teacher. And she right. said, just relax. And the poor girl just wanted to go to the toilet and actually did. Uh, Marie from Yankalilla <laughs> joins us. Uh, Marie, what happened at school? 
Well, I can relate to that story, unfortunately. When I was in grade one, I was very shy and too too scared to ask for a potty break. Oh. So I proceeded to wet myself and all I, you could hear in the classroom was the tinkle tinkle of an ever-growing yellow puddle underneath my chair. Oh, oh no. And that's still with you, a vivid memory to this day. It is, oh. absolutely, absolutely. Wouldn't wish it on anyone. Yeah. Who you no, terrible. Oh, I, I hope you mopped it up. Mm. Uh, Crystal from Murray Bridge. Crystal, what happened in the classroom? Morning, guys. Well, we're sitting in our year nine German class, just uh, having a little giggle because we can see our mate tinkering with a stink bomb. He stashes it and uh, the smell is just wafting through. The German teacher gets the smell yep. and he proceeds to shut all the windows and doors and not let us out. Oh, no. We Did... just... God, yeah, nah, no good, no good. I remember the stink bombs. You like them? We used to have them. That really mm. sulphur sort of no, smell. Horrid. Like a rotten egg. Mm. You used to be able to buy It's been 18 years and I can still smell it. Oh, is it still in your nostrils, Crystal? Oh, mate. <laughs> Do they still sell them? I think so. You used to get them in a little glass vial, some of them, and you could just step on them. Mm. And you could get them when you used to go to the show. They'd have like the gag magic bag mm. or one of those ones, remember? And have a whoopee cushion. Yep. Um, and a few other little tricks I into just remember it. the packet ones that you squash. Oh, you squeeze yeah. them, yeah. And there was also, do you remember in there, you'd get the um, the fake the fake chewing gum and you'd pull it out and it'd snap back and yeah. snap on your finger with a little... Uh, little yep. Yeah. That was good. Absolutely. Uh, the old stink bombs. Adrian from Salisbury, what happened at school, mate, in the class? <laughs> good morning, guys. How are we? Good, good mate. Good. Um, we just got back from a school camp and you know the wooden art stalls? Yeah. He used to sit on. Yep. Yeah, I thought that, oh, you know, I didn't want to leave the room, so I thought I'd just sneak a little quiet one out. Mm-hmm. And I let it rip, and <laughs> Jesus Christ, the stench and the noise, and everybody was just looking at me, and I was just like, what do I do? <laughs> you just, just got to own it. <laughs> it just amplified off the wooden seat. It did, and it was like the orchestra had just started playing. Um, Adrian, you weren't in German class at the time with Crystal and Murray Bridge, were you? No, but I'm not, I do know you can order the stink bombs online, though. Right. There we go. Yep. Right, let me just Google <laughs> yeah. that. Three years ago, a mm. young boy, beautiful boy named Alex, captured the imagination of all of Adelaide, and more yep. than 10,000 people turned up to watch him do his thing. And if you don't remember, here's a little refresher. When Alex was just three years of age, doctors found a huge lesion on his brain. We're assembling a neurosurgery team now to do the surgery tonight. This is an emergency. Waiting 12 hours could be catastrophic. It was an aggressive tumour and he had a 1 in 10 chance of survival and has since endured hundreds of procedures, chemotherapy and radiation therapy. You're willingly sitting there day after day signing consent forms saying, yes, you can pour this poison into my child. At the end of the day, some chance... Is better than no chance if you don't do anything. Five years on and Alex has beaten all the odds. But in his battle, he has completely lost his sight after the tumour crushed his optic nerve. Was it fun being sick? No. No fun? No. Now, Alex is a beautiful, bright boy who wants to be a fireman. Fire can't make the sound. That is brilliant. And while you're at the fire station... Yeah, he's got all the different sirens down, Pat. <laughs> so we promised to make him the best firefighter that Adelaide has ever seen. We've got the fire department on board, we've got the police involved, and we had to ask the Premier for a tiny favour. Consider it done. Yeah! We shut down the city. We're shutting down the city. 
attention, Adelaide 202, 203. This Hague's building, it looks like the top floor is on fire. Let's hear it, guys. Give him your love. For the rescue, Travis Boak and Aaron Phillips. This little kid's a hero. What about three cheers for Alex? Hip hip. Hip hip. Hip hip. Hey, wasn't that wonderful? Yeah, it was one of the most amazing days, I think, that uh, we've ever been able to be involved with. And it was just wonderful to all of you that turned up that day. It was just fantastic. And fortunately, Travis Boak and Aaron Phillips are still with us yep. after trying to raid the Hayes building there and take all the chocolates. One of the best things to ever be a part of. Yeah, it, it, look, it was wonderful. Um, Alex and his mum and dad, Phil and Joe, are going to join us next. He's had a bit of a, a hiccup with some of his treatment and where he's at, but we've got a wonderful little surprise for this fella. He is a star. You've got to listen to him because he has grown so much in those three years. So we needed to check in with him. Oh, here he is. Uh, one of our all-time favourites. Well, he is one of the greatest friends of the show that we have mm. ever met. His name is Alex Tan, and he is the best firefighter of all time. And he's here with mum and dad. Alex, great to have you back. Hey, Aaron. Hi, Soda. Hey, uh, hey Alex. I've got to say, one of the greatest days of my life was when you rescued me, you were a chief fireman? Yeah, at the fire station. Yeah, do you remember um, rescuing me? Yeah, I remember that. Do you, do you know how scared I was? How scared? Very scared until I saw you. Oh, uh, yeah. You were really, really up high when you saved us. Yeah, I was very, very high. So, Alex, tell me, how's school going? Um, school had been going well. Yep. But on Wednesday, someone special just came to my school on a Wednesday. Who? Nana just came. Oh, Nan. Yes, Nana. What was she doing? Did she bring you lunch or just come in to say hi? She was coming into school to do some tactile pictures for the books. Oh, you're a lucky boy having Nana come into school. Hey, Phil, tell us how Alex's hearing is after he just had the cochlear implant not long ago. I think that was about 2018 the cochlear was turned on. Yep. And over five months, I think it was, it was slowly turned up to a point now where... He can hear a whisper in a quiet room. So he oh. can turn the headband off. So that's a, mm. a bone conduction unit on yep. the headband. Um, he can turn that off. And if you whisper to him, he can hear you. Oh, mate, that is awesome. Um, now, tell us about the uh, those cancer lesions. How are they? Yeah, so it was just over two years between MRIs, mm. which you know we didn't really have any specific trepidation about. Yep. But when the results came back, we got told that there are two lesions on his brain which have uh, grown and changed shape, mm. um, neither of which are operable because of their location. The options were pretty limited, mm. but with tumour samples they held from last time, mm. that came back to be really useful because they drew those samples out of storage, um, did some testing on it and found a genetic marker they were looking for, which means instead of traditional chemotherapy... Yep. He's now doing genetic therapy, which is very targeted at the tumour. Mm. You know, instead of a, a an AK-47 to kill a fly, we're using a, a really big rolled-up newspaper type thing. Right. So there's still some side effects on him, but uh, nowhere near as significant. Yep. You know, he's bubbling away quite mm. happy and generally pretty healthy. Yeah. Yep. Joe, we saw he captured the whole imagination of Adelaide. You must be so inspired by him. Oh, every day. <laughs> every day. To have faced everything that he has faced, to yeah. come through everything that he has, and to still wake up in the morning and be excited to see what the day has in store for you. Mm. Just who could who could do that? Mm. 
he's just so happy. Yeah, here sneaking he comes. Up, he's <laughs> coming over. Oh, he's sneaking over. Look at him. I, I said, to, I said to to you, Soda. I said, if if the world just had half. Yep. Of the positive outlook and the happiness and mm. personality of Alex, yep. God, it would be such a better place. Yeah, like you are just an unbelievable little man. You know that? So yeah, I do. Hey, yeah, Alex, yes, what are you doing over the holidays? Because the school holidays pretty soon. Have you got any plans? Yes, I am going to do something fun on the school holidays. What is that? Yeah. Now, the thing I'm going to do in the school holiday soda, mm. I'm going to do a treasure hunt. <gasps> what? Really? Where? Where are you doing that, Alex? Well, Erin, it's like when I do the treasure hunt at home with Jenny, Daddy and Mama. Mm. Mama writes down clues with Braille yeah. and she hides the treasure and I had to look around yeah. everywhere and I read the clues until yes. I had to find the treasure. Wow. Um, well, Alex, what we'd like to do is we've got a little surprise for you next, but it's got to be a big job that we need mm. you to do to help us and, and it, to help everyone in Adelaide. What would it be? Well, that would be a surprise. You have to stick <laughs> around. Are you okay to stick around? Yeah. All right. Now, our young buddy, Alex, the greatest firefighter of all time, joins us here this morning. His mum and dad are in the studio as well. And, Alex, I've got to say, uh, are you happy being back in here at Mix? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, good. So. My mum name, Daddy needs to call my mama Joe, and my mama needs to call Daddy's name Phil. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Guess what my dad's name is? What's yours? My dad's name's Phil as well. Phil? Yeah. My dad is Phil. Yeah, so, so is my dad. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is interesting, Soda. Um, Erin's got a little surprise to tell you. We need your help for something. Surprise. It's a big surprise, and we know that you are capable of very, very big things, big yep. responsibilities, Alex. Yeah. We have an Easter fun fair coming up, and we need somebody to officially open the fun fair, and we would love it if you could do that. And you'd be able to bring all your mates from school and have a great time. Are you able to do that? You mean some of my school friends? No, you're you going to bring your school along. Well, my school doesn't come here. No, no. But you're my school friend. Yeah, yeah. your school friend. Yeah, the yep. school building can stay where it is. Yep. Yeah. So you're going to get to bring them as well as all of the kids at your school oh, yeah. to the Easter Fun Fair, and you're going to have a great time. You're going to go on some rides. Wow! Does that sound like fun? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think we should take everyone from school? Yeah. 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 Alex, are you going to be able to do that for us? Do you think it's something you'd like to do? Maybe one day. Yeah. I can tell you which day it is. I'll tell you which day, mate. It's Thursday, right, coming up, mm. which is just before Good Friday. So it's the last day of school. We want to have a chat to your school and see if we can get all the kids. And we need you there to be the first person to go in there and you're going to open it officially for everyone. Yep. Does it sound like lots and lots of fun? Yeah. So, Sounds good. So, Soda, yeah? I need to listen to you and Erin on the radio. And guess who else you can listen to on the radio? Alex, the greatest firefighter, yeah. is on the radio right now. Oh. So would, you like to, would you like to say hello to him? Oh, yeah. Go on. Hello. <laughs> say hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Who, who's, who is it? Mm. It's you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, mate, what about that? We're going we're gonna to speak to your school and we're going to get your whole school down there for the day and we're going to uh, get Erin and Soda's Easter Fun Fair ready and up and going for you so you can test so, everything out first. Soda? Yes. Um, would it be nice? 
that if you and Erin can meet all my school friends? Oh, we, yes. We're going to meet them all at the fun fair if they can come along. We need to check with your principal that it's okay. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So what's your principal's name? Mr Haskell. Right. Do you reckon if I give Mr Haskell a call, yeah. I can say, Mr Haskell, we're going to put all the kids in the bus and come to our Easter fun fair. Do you reckon he'd be okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. Be- better than going to school, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? What rhymes are there, Soda? I can tell you, Alex, there's the Wacky Coaster, the Extreme Party Machine, Fun Factory, Bungee Trampolines, Fun Slide, Bumper Boats, Jungle Twisting Coaster, Teacups, wow. Sizzler, Jump and Slide. Wow. Hey, Alex. Yes? Thank you so much for coming in to visit us. We were really excited to see you again today. That's okay, Soda. Yep. Hey, Erin, uh, you've limped in today. You well, just I look a little on a ginger. Mm. You've been in your ice bath last night? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've did, did been help just you? recovering. No, actually, ice baths just make it worse, I think. Right. Mm. Um, you're, you're okay. You'll yeah. be right to play this week. Yeah. Are you okay? You're no, the one I'm that not. You're usually comes in walking gingerly. Yeah, I know. No, I'm pretty sore from the weekend. What and have in... you done? Oh, mate, <laughs> I, am in, you... <laughs> I am in all sorts of pain from the weekend. <laughs> and it's now this injury is affecting me to even do my job every day. What do you mean? What? What I have got the biggest blind pimple in my nostril. It is so big. No, it's so big that it's closing up. Look, look, look at my right nostril. It's closing up. Yeah, you do. It's closing up my nostril, and I can't breathe properly out of my right nostril. What are you? Stop touching it. I can't. It's an absolute blinder, and it's got its own heartbeat, and I can feel it throbbing just under my nose. And every time I talk, it hurts. So I'm not going to stop talking. Actually, you need to get a hot towel. And like get it out, like what do you draw mean? it out. There's no head it's, on it because I looked no, at it but that's last what you night. Need to get to, and I thought I might be able to squeeze this puppy, no. and I'll get enough pus to fill a swimming pool. Don't go early. But that's disgusting. I by the way, it's all red and it's just no. aching. You need to stop touching it, draw it out, and then record it. What do you mean record it? Like record it and then put it on YouTube. When I pop it, mm. because like have a look at this. Look at this video. Oh, this is the pimple yeah, poppers. this is a YouTube oh, video of large blackheads um, being Oh, popped. no. 17 million oh, views. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. So Look at them pop out. I can't watch them. Look at this. That's like Isn't someone's... That oh, that's disgusting. People watch that. Yep. 17 million people have viewed the oh, video. Look at them. Oh, mm. that's disgusting. Is so that you... like in a doctor's surgery? No, that's just as everyday people oh! just having a, having a go. My God, turn that off. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> so you, you could become an internet sensation from this boil in your nostril. Do you reckon? So how do I get it out? How do I draw it out? Yeah, heat. Like put heat on it? Yeah, like boiling water and yeah. on, put, tip it on a towel and just put it on it. Okay? I'll, I'll end up in the burns unit, the RAH, <laughs> if I do that. <laughs> Uh, we were having a chuckle the other hmm. week, weren't we, about yep. uh, some pictures that were on Facebook that we found. Uh, mm. Dog groomers. Dogs yep. went in looking all nice and fluffy and then came back and they were shaved down to the bone pretty yeah. much. But then we got some uh, calls. We got some Facebook messages saying that, hey, dog grooming is a serious thing. And yeah, so we absolutely. decided to investigate and research a bit more. Uh, we have Jess from Aussie Pooch Mobile Dog Wash joining us. Good morning, Jess. Morning. Now, Jess, we, of course, were having a chuckle about this dog that ended up pretty much completely shaven. Um, but, look, there is a, a serious side to this, isn't there? Uh, at the moment, we've got many, many dogs that are COVID puppies mm-hmm. um, that people have bought a dog to keep themselves entertained and aren't aware of grooming the dog. Um, 
grooming is pretty much the same thing as training a dog. It's the same thing as socialising your dog. It should be done once the dog's fully vaccinated mm-hmm. um, and get them in a regular cycle. It's much more about brushing your dog so the groomer doesn't have to shave it. But mm-hmm. if we have to shave it, dematting costs a lot of money and it's painful for the dog. So I got told to just to brush my dog every day. Basically, mm-hmm. like brush your dog every day like you would brush your own hair. Yeah, every dog. And if you're not sure of the combs, because there's so many brushes out there that just don't, you know, indicate what kind of dog hair or coat that they have, Mm -hmm. you really need to speak to a groomer about what kind of brush you need for your dog to be effective to touch the undercoat. Mm. Um, And for a sheep, a doodle, Erin, you should know that you actually need quite a a a slicker brush or uh, when it gets a little bit longer, you'll need more of a rake brush. Brush them as much as you can because the more they're familiar with that, the more that, you know, you're going to get a better groom, you're going to get a brilliant groomer that's going to be patient. and Um, Just... The pictures that we put on our socials, the before and after, the, mm-hmm. the owners, I guess, were just in shock because they asked just for a trim and these yep. dogs have come back almost mm. looking hairless. Is yep. there something you would do? Would you run that by the owners or you just would check out the state of the fur and just go, nut? Nah, that needs to be done? Uh, I'm mobile, so the people can come out and check what I'm doing. Right. Um, every, every groomer gets an overview. So when you bring your dog in, we get an overview of what you want. We ask you what you want. When they say trim, trim indicates to us you want some hair off all over the body, mm-hmm. but we don't know how much. Jess, you'll make that decision for the health and welfare of the dog. Yes, 100%, yes. What sort of condition have you seen some of them? And you, you said it's painful for the dog. What, what sort of lengths do you have to go to? To be honest, um, I've called Animal Welfare League and RSPCA multiple times oh, on some of the dogs. Wow. Um, they're underweight, they're very mal- malnourished, and that attributes to their coat condition. Um, yeah. If they're not getting enough you know, minerals and essentials that they need, their coat mm. isn't going to be the best condition. It's not going to hold. So most right. of the time we shave them short. I've mm. actually had to go with a surgical blade on some dogs, which is super short. Um, wow. But I, of course, call the owner. I let the owner know. I go inside their house and I ask them, you know, yeah. do you need, you know, this coat needs to come off? And then I explain to them why. And sometimes... Mm. They ask for a little bit of the coat so they can see what they're not to do next time as a reminder. Jess, for dog owners out there, what's your message? Brush, 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 and mm. get the right brush. Don't just go to a pet shop and ask them. They're not groomers. Speak to your groomer. Contact your groomer. Contact the closest groomer and say you need some advice. Mm. We're willing to help anyone that is actually willing to learn and wants to have the best for their dog. The people that I bought Lexi from, uh, my mm-hmm. 12-week-old sheepadoodle, said that you need to be very careful uh, of who you pick as your first groomer because that first experience as a groomer will set her up for how she will feel about going back there. A hundred percent, yep. Here's one for you, Erin. Grab an electric toothbrush mm. and just rub it over her body. Oh, wow. And that just helps her get the idea of the grooming feel of the clippers ah. and stuff because she is a clipping dog. Yeah. So, yeah, electric toothbrush. Not the toothbrush side, you probably want to use that, but the actual part of it um, where the battery is, rub it all over the body, get them used to it. Um, Mm. You know, when you have people come over, get them to give her a treat and, you know, get them Mm. to really give her cuddles and stuff like that just so they're familiar with being touched all over. That's great advice, Jess. Good on you, Jess. Hey, Jess, where can people find you? I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere. I'm on Aussie Pooch Mobile Dog Wash Norwood. Yep. um, And I do all the centre of Adelaide and all out. So contact us. Keep up the great work, Jess. Thank you for that. You're more than welcome. Thanks for the contact.